This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 31st of January. In your sport today, Rafael Nadal's historic win, the Matildas' shock loss, Australia's COVID scare in Beijing, and a celebration gone wrong. This is your sport today. There's only one place to start today, and that's with Rafael Nadal winning the Australian Open men's singles title in a near five-and-a-half-hour epic of a Russian top-seed Daniel Medvedev. Uh, Nadal came from two sets to love down to win his 21st major singles title, and that now puts him one clear of Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic for the most Grand Slams by a man. Gabs, just how did he do it? Oh, look. I don't know about blood, but there was a lot of sweat and even a few (laughs) tears after this one. But this is the first time in Nadal's career that he's won after losing the first two sets at a Grand Slam final. And really, what a time to do it. Rafa, he served for the title at 5-4 in the fifth set, but then Medvedev broke his serve, but Fez Nadal broke back immediately and then served it out after 1am in Melbourne. This is Rafa's second Australian Open title. And it comes 13 years after his first, and he's just the fourth man now to win each major twice, and he's also the first man to win 21 slams, as you said earlier. Don't forget, Fez, about six weeks ago, Nadal was really in doubt for this tournament after he caught COVID, but he now says that this win is going to stay in his heart for the rest of his life. There is some consolation prize for Medvedev. He'll be the new men's world number one today. Uh, all that came after Ash Barty won the women's singles title and Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis, the men's doubles, the night before. You probably already know this because a lot of people tuned in to watch Gabs. We were just two of millions. Uh, many millions. Uh, Barty, she became the first Aussie since Chris O'Neill way back in 1978 to win the Australian Open women's singles title and more than four million people tuned in to watch her do it. This was the most watched women's final since Oztam started tracking TV viewership back in 1999 and the final had an average audience of 3.6 million, but the presentation alone, well, that had more than 3.9 million. People tuned in to see Barty's hero, Yvonne Gulligan-Cawley, make a surprise cameo to present her with the trophy. And Fez, just to show how big a number that is, the presentation alone would have been the second highest rating show in 2021 behind only the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, just some crazy numbers for what was a historic night in Australian tennis. Uh, That leads us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate and Mobile. What does Chris O'Neill's and Ash Barty's Australian Open wins have in common? This is kind of spooky. Uh, Help us out, Gabs. All I'm going to say is a bit of deja vu. Just look closely. All right. Find out the answer at the end of the show. I'll tell you what, the remote copped a bit of a hammering last night because the Women's Asian Cup was also on at the same time as the men's final. But Gabs, things didn't go to plan for the Matildas. Uh, They were upset by Korea Republic in the quarterfinal 
and they've been eliminated. Yeah, and Fez, the 1-0 loss was called a failure and an utter disaster by former men's player Andy Harper after the game. Now, the reason why he and a few others have criticised the performance of the team and the coaching staff is because the Matildas were the highest-ranked team in this comp, and they'd also named a really experienced squad that was expected to go all the way. The Aussies, they had plenty of chances, and they did save a penalty in the first half, but they just couldn't score. And in the end, Korea Republic made them pay with a goal from outside the box in the 87th minute. The loss means that Australia misses out on the final for the first time since the 2008 tournament. Yeah, it's a blow for the Matildas' preparations ahead of next year's World Cup. And remember, that's in Australia and New Zealand. Cricket fans all over the world were glued to the final day of the Women's Ashes Test in Canberra yesterday. It finished a draw, but it's been called one of the great Ashes Tests. Gabs, we were watching, uh, we were nervous, then excited, and then exhausted. Uh, Talk us through it. Whole range of emotions there, Fez, and yes, I am still recovering. So heading into the fourth and final day, a draw looked certain, but then a surprise declaration by Aussie captain Meg Lanning meant that England needed 257 runs from the last 48 overs. And Fez, England was on track to win at three for 218, but then Australia took six wickets in just 32 balls and All of a sudden, it was the Aussies who were the favourites to win the test. But with fielders all around the bat, England's last batting pair held on for a tense draw in Canberra. Now, a win would have retained the Ashes for Australia, but they now just have to win one of the three one-dayers for that to happen. For England, they've got to win all three of those matches to get the trophy back. Yeah, Australia is on six points, England four, and you get two points for a win in the one-day series. Uh, If the Ashes finishes equal on eight points each, then Australia retain the trophy. Uh, The first one-day is in Canberra on Thursday. We are just days away from the Winter Olympics starting in Beijing, but Gab's one Australian athlete is in doubt after they tested positive to COVID after arriving in China. Yeah, so we heard from the Australian Olympic Committee on Sunday that an athlete had tested positive, but Fez, we don't know who it is or what sport they compete in. What's going to happen now is the athlete is going to have to take a second test, and if that comes back positive, then they're going to have to isolate. But even if it is positive, the person might still be able to compete as long as their isolation period ends in time. One Aussie who won't be competing is alpine skier Maddie Hoffman. She suffered an ACL injury in her knee last week and she will not be replaced in the squad for the games. Yeah, COVID is going to be one of the big issues at these games. And on Saturday, there were 34 cases confirmed among people working on the event. It's certainly going to be a talking point of the games. Speaking of which, they start on Friday with the opening ceremony. Yesterday morning, there was big, big news that Tom Brady, widely regarded as the greatest NFL quarterback in history, had decided to retire. Now, those reports triggered a flood of tributes on social media, but he might not have called it quits just yet. Hey, Gabs. Well, no, because the thing is, we haven't heard anything yet from Brady, but we have heard from his agent, his coach, and his dad, and they all said that Brady has not made a decision yet. 
Brady, he's 44, and even though he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, the report says that his decision is based around his family and health. He said after last weekend's loss that given where his career is at, there would be speculation about his future, but nothing official has come through yet from him or his team. Plenty of tributes have been posted, as you said, Fez, and pretty much all of them call him the GOAT. The greatest of all time, uh, 22 seasons, seven Super Bowl wins, five Super Bowl MVPs. <laughs> it's easy to see why they're calling him the GOAT. Uh, we've got two big NFL games today, the 49ers against the Rams and the Bengals against the Chiefs. They start from 7 a.m on ESPN and 7 Mate. Uh, the winners go through to the Super Bowl in two weeks. It's been a weekend of celebrations, uh, hasn't it, Gabs, with Barty, the special Ks, uh, Nadal this morning? Uh, well, the Perth Scorchers are probably still celebrating their BBL final win from Friday, and one player might have a sore head for more than one reason. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. File this one under celebrations gone <laughs> wrong. So the Scorchers, they won their fourth Big Bash title on Friday with a 79-run win over the Sydney Sixers. Perth fast bowler Jai Richardson, he took the final wicket and as you can imagine he was mobbed by some pretty happy teammates but as the players came together Richardson got crunched by teammate Colin Munro with a classic hip and shoulder and that left him with a busted nose and blood all over his face that's why I refuse to play professional sport fairs. It's just too dangerous. Yeah, that's the reason. Uh, <laughs> I'll put a link to that vision in the episode notes for you to check out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And today, we welcome Martin Gabor to the Sport Today team on a full-time basis. Congrats, Martin. You're going to hear a lot more of Gabs in the coming weeks and years. Thank you, Sam. I've gone from rookie to professional all in one night. It's all happening. You're a professional podcaster, if not a professional <laughs> athlete. Uh, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, what's that spooky thing that Ash Barty and Chris O'Neill have in common after their Australian Open final wins? Gabs, let us know. Just look at the scoreboard. It is exactly the same. Exactly the same. That's right. 6376. History repeating itself once again, Gabs at Melbourne Park. Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you all again tomorrow. Listener.